from Career Hackers, CEO of CareerHackers.com, and writer of the Daily Job Hunt email. You can sign up for that email at CareerHackers.com and get six days a week of mindset tips, encouragement. It can be amazing if you are not already receiving that email. I want to welcome everybody to our live podcast here at the Supercharge Your Career event. And as people start rolling in, just ask you that you mute yourself and make sure that this recording goes well for our live podcast event. If you are planning to do a question coming up in the future, coming up a little bit later in the show, then at that point, we'll have you unmute. But uh, just want to dive in and thank everybody for being here and thank my assistant, Warris. So just want to give a shout out to Warris. Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Well, hey, you know, I thought we're, we're both here and we got our supercharger career backgrounds. I thought we could start the podcast a little bit with just riffing on how this day has gone and what any tips or pieces of wisdom that really stood out to you in these sessions and how you're feeling, how you, uh, how, um, any, any, any thoughts, reflections from the day? And then uh, in a bit, we'll kind of open it up to the audience. Yeah, for sure. So we've been at it since morning, since morning in Eastern time zone. For my time zone, it's actually evening. But I am super pumped right now. I mean, I'm not at all exhausted mentally, not exhausted at all. Well, after having your eyes shut to the screen for six hours, you kind of feel a bit, but I'm mentally super pumped. I can go on for hours and hours and all. And we got to learn a lot from folks like Hannah Frankman, Jed Marley, and Isaac in the start, and just everyone around. And I would love to watch the recordings of the sessions I missed. And yeah, man, it's been super valuable, super exciting. And thanks for having everything running smoothly. Yeah, well, I'm energized as well. And I've been learning today because, you know, the way the, the learning process works is we mm -hmm. have these four stages of learning that people might have heard of, where you have the first stage is unconscious incompetence. You don't know what you don't know. And then you enter that conscious incompetence. You're now aware of what you don't know. So maybe you've never heard of creating a value proposition. You've never heard of creating a portfolio to build a brand. And now you don't have any of that, but now you're conscious of it. So you're consciously incompetent with this approach to career launch or, or landing a job. And as you keep doing it, you get to the third stage of learning, which would be conscious competence, where you're competent, but it takes it still takes some effort. It's not just like automatic. You you not automatically integrated this value creation mindset, mm -hmm. and then at the very top, the fourth stage of learning is unconscious competence, where it's just completely in your DNA, in your in your neuro neurology. Actually, be a more mm -hmm. accurate way to put it: to have the value creation mindset, to have the forward tilt mindset, to have the artist mindset, to have the entrepreneurial mindset, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so I'm, I was continuing to, to, to move towards that unconscious competence. I feel like I'm, I'm close to unconscious competence, but I'm still learning for sure. I realized, oh, like I could really benefit from um, thinking about interviews, like in, interviewing Madeline Mann on the Secrets to Crush the Interview session. It was really valuable to see 
how she's framing the value of of preparation and just completely being full stop, uh, no stone left unturned, unturned, prepared for that interview and to Mm -hmm. frame and steer the conversation in a way that creates value for that company. And you're just, you're showing up and you're, you're, you're serving the person who's interviewing you. You're not relying on them to Mm -hmm. ask you certain questions to draw the best out of you. You know, it's like, no, 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 you're, your opportunity is to show up and make it easy for them where they can volley you anything. They could just, they could just say, what color is the sky? And you would start creating value and, sh- and sharing how you can, how you'd be a great fit for this role. Right. And in that mindset of, we talked a lot about volleying and that you don't, for anyone who missed it, this was one of the best, best moments of the interview is that you don't need to answer the question exactly the way, the way a teacher says, you know, what's the answer to this question? And you're supposed to know the answer. There's no the answer. No answer for interviewing, no answer for how to pitch. There's no the answer. And that's literally the whole mindset. And, and by the way, Derek Sivers tomorrow, you got to check that out because we're going to talk about that. But the, the point is that you can volley back. You can answer any way you want in the interview. And you're empowered, you're emboldened to frame it. So, and that, so that applies in any direction in your career, not just a job interview, but to realize that you can, you can see your things and there's no exact sort of sti- uh, stimulus response mindset is another way to put it. I'm just like monkey see, monkey do. It's not, it's not an exact science. It's an art, right? Anyway, I could keep riffing, but I want to pass it back to you, Wars, and see any any other specific highlights you learned from like Jed Marley or mm-hmm. Anna Frankman. Yeah. First of all, I'm gonna roll back to the four stages of learning. It's interesting to see how uh, how it's divided, like how uh, the vast majority is what we even don't know. We don't even have an idea of that it exists, and then how it we are curious and how it circulates back to. We becoming aware of things that we don't know of to be to becoming we being master of it. So absolutely love that analogy. And speaking of analogies, I absolutely loved Hannah Frankman's analogies today. She had great analogies in mind with like having real world examples and connecting those dots to the things that she was talking about. She was talking about the current state of education and schools and colleges and how they have been staying the consistent over the past century, but the world has been revolving around a lot. So absolutely love the analogies she drew. And uh, like once she told the example of how this st- the state of SEO back in 2017 and the state of SEO in 2022 is absolutely opposite. So if you were st- studying in 2017, all your education was worthless now. So that's why it's important to like stay updated on your own. And from Jed Marley, we got to learn. Uh, I got to learn many things about sales and how to how that process goes, and how to keep that mindset in mind when you're particularly on job hunt. So, if you are on job hunt, doesn't matter if you're applying for a sales role or not. But having some sales skills in your pocket is gonna set yourself way apart from the rest of the competition. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching Jed's session. What was one tip from that sales mindset? how to apply that to a job hunt 
So it was basically create your own, uh, I mean, be a salesperson on the job hunt, whether you're a salesperson or not. So go ahead and research the company as if you're researching for leads. Go ahead and know about them as if you're going getting to know about your potential customers and actually care about them. If you're going to fake it, they'll know. So actually care and know about your future potential employer, just like you would do on a sales process. <clears throat> yeah, you know, the bar is really low because, mm-hmm. and it's really low to help people feel special yeah. and help, help um, people who work at companies feel connected and excited and lethal. Right. When you get, I mean, I remember when you pitched us and like you, you sent a project and that the, you sent an email and the subject was like, I made this content management system for career hackers. For career hackers. Yeah. You remember and I was like, right. I didn't even open the email and I felt joy because <laughs> someone had created something mm-hmm. specifically for this company, which I've been pouring my soul into for the two years. Mm-hmm. And that is, it just involuntarily, I'm going to feel excited to talk to that person. Yeah, so exactly. That's, that's the potential that everybody, everybody has to, to give that gift to a human at the company, whether that's mm-hmm. a small company, a medium company, whether that's a specific entrepreneur, whether that's a job that has an active posting or it's a job that is, you're, you're creating for yourself. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can make that personal connection. And that's what, mm-hmm. that's what, a, that's what an excellent salesperson does. They create rapport. Yeah, they prove exactly. that they've done research. Mm-hmm. They address you by their, they address you by your first name. They, mm-hmm. It's not this anonymous thing. It's not this mass apply it's, thing. Yeah. It's not it's dear sir slash madam. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> the opposite of dear sir slash madam. Yeah. It's, hey, I'm so interested in you, right? We're talking about the dating mm-hmm. analogy. Isaac was talking mm-hmm. about that this morning. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, man, I mean, I've been, I'm looking forward to rewatching his talk on social capital. I was there for most mm-hmm. of them, but, and I've been, I've been watching him. I mean, I've been working for him for years and I've been watching his content, listening to his content for six years and I'm still gaining so much value. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling excited. Um, mm-hmm. That talk, if you, if you haven't seen the social capital talk, then definitely check it out on the recording. And once we send that out, because yeah. that thing is worth is incalculable. Um, exactly. You can really start getting if you get to unconscious competence in social capital, which is where Isaac's at. Uh, he's at the mm-hmm. highest level, and <laughs> man, like sending from every level from from uh, just sending a handwritten thank you note to someone to tweeting at them, tweeting at a company about why you like their product, to writing a review for them. To just being curious when you meet somebody, um, DMing somebody in a get a Slack community that you're interested in, and then DMing someone saying, "I noticed this about your post, and I really like that. I'd love to learn more." And just being interested and being personal, and that can scale in so many ways, all the way to creating value as you know through a value proposition. Formally, um, that so the, those those are some of the highlights of of today. And just really, really stoked for people to continue to ingest this. And so, yeah, I guess at this point, I'd love to 
to hear from anybody on the live podcast. If you have any specific questions about your situation or something you heard today that you want more clarity on, or you're you have a question about or it doesn't make sense and for your context, anything like that, we'd love to give you the opportunity to, to ask that question now. So if if you are feeling called, then uh, unmute yourself and then I will invite you to speak. What do we got? Who's going to be the brave, brave person who just takes the leap of imperfect action? Crystal. Crystal is the great one. <laughs> yeah, it's me again, Boris. <laughs> yeah, we have some interaction in the British social capital call. Oh, right on. Yeah. 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 It was. Um, I just wanted to say thank you again to both of you. This was great. And um, just one of the um, takeaways that I had today that, that resonated with me was when um, Mustaine, I can't remember her first name, but I know Mustaine was it's her last true. name. And she, yep. And she said, um, Lindsay Mustaine. Yes. And she said, there's glory in your story. So that resonated mm. with me and I will definitely, I took notes, copious notes. So I will be reviewing my notes and reviewing the, um, the, the recording of, of the sessions that I missed. Cause I'm very um, interested in one of the, the sessions, but I can't remember what the name was, but I will be, I'll be going back through the recordings. I love that. That was a, that was a powerful moment. I felt that like in my gut, like my body was like filling up with energy mm-hmm. when speaking to people's power and their zone of genius. Like it's all within us. So, so mm-hmm. Chris, before you go, I'm curious if there's if there's any like what's your what's your story or what's your what are your goals right now in your career? If, if you open to sharing and if there's anything else we can we can give insight on. Currently, I am unemployed, but by trade, I am a community manager. I manage condos, HOAs, and co-ops, and I am also a committee member for my local government um, for the Economic Development Committee, as well as the Public Safety Committee, and I am also running for ANC, um, which is Advisory Neighborhood Commission, it's local government in DC. So I'm running for that. I, yeah, so I'm just kind of at a crossroads in my career and kind of figuring out where it is that I want to go and what direction that I want to go. If I want to stay in property management and real estate or, or transition into more social impact work. Right on. Would you be open to one? One tip that I'm uh, that stood out for me that I want to offer, mm-hmm. which is actually pretty it's pretty small, but I've been thinking a lot about language late recently, and and how our thoughts you know inform our beliefs and inform our actions, and it's all this symbiotic relationship, right? And so, I just like low hanging fruit. Instead of saying I'm unemployed, what if you said I'm in the process of creating new opportunities for myself? So now you're telling yourself a story that's like in yeah. motion, right? When we say I am, that can be risky because it, it tells our subconscious that we're in a fixed state. And this is who we are as a person. Even. Rather than I am, you know, I am crystal. And 
I'm in the process in this period of creating new opportunities that give me, that give me fulfillment. Um, so like telling yourself that story can help inform what you do. And I think, I think that stuff can be, you know, it, it's, it's subtle, but it can be really valuable. So is there, you're looking at potentially real estate, you said, and are you, have you created any content about, about these interests? Have you created any blogs? Have you created any a website or any social media posts about what you're interested in? Have you thought about doing that? I have. I also recently just completed a cohort with Mandy Money. And one of her big, her big tips is always um, brand, just brand, branding yourself and, and branding for, I guess, I, I'm not really sure what the wording is, but getting content out there and posting, blogging. So no, I have not started that. Um, but I I am definitely willing to and will in the future. Right on. Well, definitely, definitely encourage you to to start building that momentum and recognizing. I'm not sure if you were at were you at Taylor, Taylor Pearson's talk at, just before this. Yes, I was. He was talking about just getting that first step going, right? Of not necessarily you're gonna suddenly be in this entrepreneurial place, but just one thing at a time. How can you just write that first blog post? How can you create that, that free website? You know, there's all sorts of ways to just start, create that a 30 second YouTube video and start your YouTube channel about what you're working on. And that's when you start building momentum. And I encourage people to think about this, this mindset of non-zero days. So if you go to the top videos page on careerhackers.com, um, TK Coleman, who's been a big inspiration for career hackers and in my life. And he talks about doing one thing every single day. And that's what it takes to really actualize what you want. That's the secret is showing up for your dreams, like a professional mm-hmm. as, as Stephen Pressfield will talk, talk about it, where you're, you're showing up consistently because you are, you are prioritizing that mission. You're prioritizing that growth. You are prioritizing building that brand, just like Every single day, you're gonna make sure you, you know, eat eat healthy nutrients, or make sure you brush your teeth, or any of these basic tasks. Well, why not have that same level of consistency and commitment to your creative endeavors? Because that's what it really means to be a, a fully alive human, is it not? Is when we're creating. So that's the top videos page on CareerHackers.com. Well, uh, Crystal, keep in touch. We appreciate you. You, you being the first person to come on and 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 make a comment slash question and uh, keep in touch and let us know how it's going. Um, Will do. Thank for any, you. You're welcome. We'd love for um, the next courageous soul to take their first step in the direction of their dreams and just join us on this Daily Job Hunt podcast. It's your opportunity to to get some feedback on your situation. Hey, Joel. What's up? This is Eric. Um, Do you find a lot of people reach out to you to ask how to get started? Um, It seems like one thing I like, I talked earlier about the fact that I promote your content uh, pretty regularly, Um, but sometimes there might be a disconnect, I think, between the people's, uh, I don't know, creativity or inspiration or 
work ethic. Um, so do you find a lot of people reaching out saying like, what do I do next? Well, I'll answer that in two ways. I mean, number one, the people who do reach out are often asking that question. Yeah. Where they might have the information, they might be reading the, the daily job plan newsletter. And then there's still like wanting that support and clarity about what is that specific next step. Um, and, and that's a, a block for many people is, is to start building that momentum. Um, but, I'm not, but I wouldn't say that people are reaching out to me all the time with that. Cause you know, even if, even reaching out to me, even joining our Slack group or emailing me, all those are, are really low hanging fruits, um, to get yourself going. I mean, uh, if you reach out and ask for feedback, ask for advice, that's, you're making a, you're making a step for yourself. Like anyone even just being on this call right now is making a step. Um, might be a, a, a small step compared to, you know, the, the hard action and results that you might need to create. Um, but yeah, there's always, you know, the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step and I'll, I'll never forget the, the single step for me, which was when I, when TK and Isaac were started talking about doing a 30 day blogging challenge in 2016 and something just lit up in my mind and I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then I created the blog and then I started writing the first blog post. And the first sentence of my first blog post was old, imperfect action. And I, I talked about in that blog post, it was, it was about doing 30-day challenges because I'd done 30-day challenges before in other realms. And so I, was, I, I wrote about that for my first blog post. But the first sentence was old, imperfect action. And that was the mindset I took into that challenge was how can I just do this blog blog challenge imperfectly and boldly. And that was the seedling for everything that blossoms in my new career path, creating, creating a blog that turned into 60 days. That turned, uh, I've blogged 500 plus times I've, and created multiple podcasts and, and, and creating pitches and creating connections and now written you know, 400 daily job on newsletters. All that started because I wrote one sentence. So Anyway, I got in a little bit. Of, I got a little bit on a riff there, but uh, I just wanted to to invite people to recognize that that first step is is huge. You know, does that help answer your question there, Eric? Yeah, to some extent. I think you know, from my mentoring experience, I find you know I have clients who go all in and you know show up on a video call every week with you know a Mira or a Figma board, you know, with items to talk about. And then there are others that are just kind of like, you know, not really taking much action. And even if you supplied all the career hackers links and um, inspiration that you feel that you can provide. So <clears throat> I had pitched you guys a while ago just to see if I could help there. And uh, you guys didn't respond. I probably didn't follow up persistently enough, but I feel like that's where it seems like most, most people are stuck. Um, and you know, you can lead a horse to water, right. Is the cliche phrase. Um, but I don't know, maybe I could follow up offline and see if there's some way to sort of fill that gap with kind of like a more personalized or, you know, 
form of ideation and you know value creation mindset development or something that can help people kind of get over that hurdle that may look a little daunting at first yeah always open to ways to make that happen and you know a lot of it just comes down to our internal belief systems and our our self talk so definitely invite people to go to the <clears throat> session tomorrow with with Nick Rundlet on how to end self doubt oftentimes we just have this internal blocks um we have these deep deep rooted conditioning from our experience in school in particular <clears throat> where we believe you know it's not safe to stand out or we we believe i'm not good enough we believe i'm not worthy of success or we believe failure is bad and so those beliefs were formed as children and then we we have this weight this resistance is is the collection of all these beliefs that from our subconscious that are trying to we're trying to keep us safe so the way to you know a way to overcome that is is to to work with a work with that those those beliefs and let go of those um but yeah at the end of the day it it, it requires requires hard action and it it uh, asks people to be in that intrinsically motivated spot um what is so your yeah, mentoring like, what is your mentoring plan like can you shed a little uh extra context on that your baller premium yeah plan? sure yeah so i was, I was going to mention that um so just to be just to flesh out we um the session that nick rundlet's doing tomorrow it says for his company sovereign mind sovereignmind.org and nick and i have actually worked closely together um in 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 creating similar methods and developing adapting um these different methods of clearing limiting beliefs and so um i do a very similar approach with with my coaching and so that's um that's an option that i'm also offering um our you know our community and i'm just dropping in the chat you know those those options but you know the coaching i'm doing is is a combination of specific career coaching and how to improve your mindset and take action, creative mindset combined with clearing these internal blocks. Um, so yeah, those are, those are coaching offerings that I have there and it's, it's isolating these, these potential inner blocks that are, that are holding us back um, where I, I've, I've utilized this process of clearing limiting beliefs on myself for the past year and a half, um, with hundreds of beliefs that are just now gone because because this, this method is able to kind of untangle like our neurology. Um, I don't even go too deep into that right now, but um, we're able to kind of get clarity and realize that Santa Claus isn't real. You know, like one day when you were a kid, you realize Santa Claus isn't real. And from that day on, Santa Claus is no longer, like you don't believe that anymore. And so that's what this method can help can help unlock. And so I'm really committed to, to helping people in that way as well. I believe that there's a reason that there's a lot of people, like you said, Eric, there's a lot of people that, might be reading the content, reading, even coming to this event, having an understanding of what to do, but then the motivation to actually follow through doesn't always happen. So, it, but it makes sense because we all, um, you know, the vast majority of us kind of went through these traditional school systems and that we didn't get the chance to be curious and creative and empowered. Right. So that's just the reality of our culture. And we we were told what to do. We all these mindsets that we're talking about this week, it's basically the it's trying to give an antidote to the 
the follow the rules mindset that we learned in school. So that's, that's the overview um, of, of that process. So I appreciate, I appreciate the comment and question, Eric, and definitely keep in touch. Curious to hear more about how your, how your, um, your, your coaching is, is going, but um, right love to you personalize it for a client based on their particular focus area, strengths and weaknesses, personality type, that kind of stuff? No, I just call everyone sir and madame. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I call, I, um, I personalize things and everything's, it's always about figuring out what makes sense for that person. Cool. Thanks for the context. Thanks, Eric. Right on. All right. We'd we'll love to hear. We're officially, you know, at the bottom of the hour, but I'm open to hanging out longer for this podcast and keeping it pretty loose. I really uh, appreciate everybody coming on to this recording. If you would like to ask a question about your specific situation or anything you heard today or anything that's on your mind, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and unmute yourself and we can invite you to speak. Chad. What's up, Joel? How are you doing? Doing well, man. Good to hear from you. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Um, So I'm in a, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a, uh, maybe it's not a unique situation. I'm sure there are other folks who have uh, a similar situation, but it's, um, I don't know. I'm very comfortable. I have a really good job <laughs> and I, I, there are also some, some parts of it that are like very, very unfulfilling. Um, I feel like there's, there's more, and you know, because of the work that we've done together, um, even just on a limited basis as we have, we have started our relationship um, that I'm working on several other projects as well um, that are just side hustles and things like that. So what, what I'm struggling with is kids in you know, I've got a daughter in college, I've got kids in high school, private school and these sorts of things. And, and it's uh, I've got a lot of, you know, financial responsibilities and otherwise responsibilities for the future of my family. And so I, I'm, really just kind of like winging it right now on doing these side hustles that are like little startups here and there and trying to see what I can get to blossom before I jump off of the very secure foundation that I have and, and jump into something else. So what's the, and I guess, what is the, the approach that you see for someone who's in a situation like that? Like I'm almost 50 years old and I'm trying to figure some of this stuff out because I feel like I, you know, had, had something like this existed 30 years ago, <laughs> I would have been all about it. And I would have, you know, had, had like a different type of drive, uh, to, to venture out into some very uncomfortable territory. But what I did was I, I went with something very comfortable and have kind of imprisoned myself in a very comfortable situation. I'll, I'll put it that way. It's, it, I have a very good job. There's a lot of really good benefits to this job, but at the same time, there's some stuff where I, I just right I there. wish I was doing something else and I wish I could do some of the things that I'm really passionate about and still be able to feed my family and take care of all of my financial obligations. So how, how do you um, see something like that from, uh, you know, the perspective of someone like myself or in a situation such as mine to make those, take those steps uh, without necessarily risking it all. But, uh, but at the same time, not being so comfortable that you are afraid to take any risk at all. Yeah. 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 Thanks for the question. And I think it's pretty common for many people. I just want to say like, just knowing you in a, a preliminary way, um, Chad's working with a group called men of order 
and as one of, as one of his projects. And dude, like you're you're building side hustles. Like I would encourage you to take like congratulate yourself on what where you are and how far you've come, and the connections you've made, and the the balls you have spinning, and the momentum you have going, and like the foundation. Even if you haven't made that big leap to fully integrate your your passions and and side hustles into your your actual income that you have some foundations going um and so as tony robbins said like um i forget exactly what he said but the the paraphrase is like uh you're you're way ahead of everybody else who wasn't even trying so like take take note of the progress and i think that that's really essential for us to continue to to grow to counteract any negativity bias in our mindset. Um, so that having been said, yeah, I mean, I guess the question becomes, like, do you have a vivid picture of what, what, that, what that looks like? Or is there a certain, are you looking to make these businesses into full-time? Are you looking to you know, work for a new company? Um, so there's always that underlying why. And the more you can get concrete about what you want, then easier it is to, to move there. Um, but outside of that, what I would say is, um, you know, build that lifeboat on the side, like you're doing, like, that's what I did. I was in, I was in a similar situation where I was in high school, uh, as a high school band director and in a position where I had a lot of skills built connections, praise doing, you know, comfort, job security, whatever you want to call it, all these things. Um, but it wasn't aligned with my soul. So it took that personal integrity to say, I'm going to, to create something on the side and not get lulled into the comfort and convenience of that current situation. So I think even at almost 50, you're still young, man. Like you, you have like, what do you want to create in your fifties? And so just, and what do you want to create in this next chapter of your life? So like, you know, when you're, you're looking back on your life, like, you know, you're going to live to like 150, I'm sure. So hundred years from now, <laughs> you're looking back in your life and you're, you're giving yourself appreciation because you went for something, you created more of that joy. So that's kind of the more higher level of like, of encouragement I would give you. And I'm happy to, to for you to answer, give me any more follow-up questions. And yeah, like if you're looking to make that, that shift, I mean, in one sense, if you want to make a career pivot, like I know my career pivot, I could have gone a lot. I could have happened faster, I think. Um, but I, I I chose to give myself like a longer runway, and I was kind of setting myself up for my career pivot over a couple of years. Personally, um, I won't get into the whole story, but just doing those doing those side projects and just slowly, one brick at a time, building your portfolio, building your cathedral of your brand, and just doing that non-zero day approach of one percent a day. Then you look up two years from now, boom, now you got something really substantial. Maybe make that, maybe it's time to try to, to finally make that big, big shift. Or like another analogy is Ed, Ed Milet talks about swinging the pinata, the pinata. Like if there's, when the kids on his birthday trying to burst open the candy on the, on the pinata, um, at first, you know, he's, he's, he's spun around, he's all dizzy, and then he swings and misses and he's completely disoriented, not anywhere close to the hidden pinata. That's his first swing. And then he keeps swinging. And then he, he, he misses a few more times, but he, he's getting closer because he's learning through trial and error. And then he finally hits the pinata the first time. 
but no candy comes out yet. <laughs> but he but he's got closer because he hit the pinata. Okay, right? He, you know, he's blindfolded, right? In case anyone didn't know that. So then he keeps swinging and he keeps hitting that pinata, and eventually, that that candy bursts out onto the floor. And so, if you keep showing up, like it's it's literally just unlimited. It's the it's the eighth wonder of the world, the comp- compounding effect. If you just keep doing it every single day, making progress, and eventually that that pinata is going to burst. Yeah, because I have a real life example for that, and it, this example is for a shift in careers. So we have heard uh, about Aaron Olson from Isaac in the first session of the day. Isaac told yeah. how Aaron had this philosophy of like working for the company before even like actually working for the company, just providing value before being an employer. So I, uh, so Aaron, when I joined the company, Aaron talked to me as well. He had a little bit of, we had a little bit of introductory chat. That's how we got to know each other. And then one day Aaron hit me up in my inbox asking me to schedule a call. And on the call, he told me that he is having an offer from Isaac's new company, Partner Hacker. And he's a bit confused because he was having a government job there. He is, a, he was, I think, a scientist, a researcher at a government job. It was a pretty safe, stable job. And he has two kids. So yeah. I think Chad can relate to that situation there. And he was going on tra- tra- transferring, transitioning his career to a startup with age like less than six months old. So it was a big one for him. And he took the leap. And right now he is super happy doing marketing. Yeah, Aaron's a great example. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Olson, he's, a, he's one of the authors on Career Hackers. And that's one of the ways he landed his current job mm-hmm. was he created a lot of value. And he started writing. And he started just writing blog posts on Career Hackers. And, and then he ended up getting the opportunity to work for Isaac mm-hmm. for his new company. And yeah, but that was like a, a longer process where he he built up a brand. He had started a podcast some years ago. He, he started writing. He started creating value in the Slack channel and building relationships. Even if he had all three of us, Isaac, Boris, and myself, all had on his podcast created value. Yeah, and all that was signaling, and then it was setting him up, and eventually his pinata burst. When the opportunity to be a writer for, for for Isaac's new company came about, and Isaac thought of him, so all that was setting up. So yeah, I mean, if there's a certain opportunity that you're you're eyeing, then give yourself permission to take your time with it. It's really exciting to you. If there's a certain person you want to work for, um, just start building social capital. You know, the first thing, you know, um, I mean. You can hear more of my story of how I started working for Isaac when he interviewed me on his podcast uh, earlier this year. But yeah, I mean, one of the first things I did when I met Isaac, when I came across Isaac's work is I wrote him a blog post about why I loved his company, how his company is, is changing the world. And it was a very in-depth post. It's like, it just created, I just created for him, it just created value. I, wasn't, I didn't ask anything because I was just trying to build that rapport and that social capital. So <clears throat> It's, it's seeing that bigger picture is the point here. So if you're, if you're looking to make that, that pivot, um, yeah, both, both Aaron and I did that from, from government jobs, which can often be very, you know, have that sense of security. But if you want to have more of that purpose, creativity, and aliveness, then maybe stay, stay in that, that position. You know, I looked at that job, that last job I had, the high school job, as like 
That's my first investor in my dreams. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go actually 100% in with this job because I wanna be a type of person who has that mindset of going 100% in. And then I'm gonna keep going 100% in after my job's over for the day and create the lifeboat on the side and keep constructing that. And eventually the lifeboat turns into the ship. And now I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go live on this ship now. I think that's one of the best ways, if you, especially if you're like completely changing industries and you have a lot of inertia mm -hmm. from your previous and a lot of just like habits and you just get steeped, you get steeped, especially if Chad, like it's taken a couple of decades, you're steeped in one area. I, I can, I can relate with that sense of, it seems hard to make that big shift. So give yourself, give yourself some time, you know, uh, it doesn't even happen overnight, but if you, if you, you know, we, we, we um, overestimate what we can do in a month and underestimate what we can do in a year. So just start making some progress, right? Other questions, y'all? Comments, thoughts, fears, celebrations. All right. Well, we're already 50 minutes over time. So we'll start wrapping this thing up. We got a fresh day tomorrow, y'all. Uh, yeah. 1045 Eastern time. Getting pumped up with Joel again. Hopefully get pumped up. I'll do my best. Uh, <laughs> And I'm yeah, excited for Ryan Ferguson talking about uh, at 11 o'clock. We're talking about digital portfolios. Uh, you mentioned Warris Carey Twig telling yeah. your career story. Uh, that's going to be such a powerful. Check out her TED Talk tonight, maybe. Get yourself ready. Um, yeah, so lots of good stuff for tomorrow. Um, Derek Sivers is going to close the event. That conversation is actually pre-recorded because he's he was in Japan. Um, so that I already had that conversation. I'm telling you, it's amazing. And definitely check that out to close close the, our last speaker of the day tomorrow. Anyway, that's that'll kind of wrap things up. Any last words, worse? I think we're good, man. It was a really nice value-packed first day. I have the same expectations for day two. Right on. Appreciate you, Worris. I appreciate everybody here coming up on the podcast and everyone who showed up in any way to today's events. Appreciate your investing and hope you continue to gain value and, and don't be a stranger. Again, we have a Slack group. You go to the top communities page on Career Hackers and you'll see our Slack group. You can join. Feel yeah. free to get in there and start making making a, a ruckus and asking your questions. And we're, we're, we're here to support you. That's, that's what we're all about. We want to support people and, and tapping into their curiosity, creativity, empowerment so they can live a life that makes them come alive. So that makes me come alive to see you come alive. So please go in that Slack group, email me, joel at careerhackers.com. And uh, let's, let's get this, get this thing going. Let's get, let's create this, let's create a world. Let's get this revolution going where people are, are looking forward to Mondays. How about that? How about that, worse? <laughs> Definitely. And I've pasted the link for this Slack group here in the chat. Thank you. So feel free to join in. All right, y'all. Thanks again. And we'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.